Flawcast, episode 93, on our own. To argue with a person who has renounced the use of reason is like administering medicine to the dead. Thomas Paine. Flawcast. Flawcast. Get in the arena. Hey everybody, wanted to come and jump on this week and say hi. It is just me and uh, the other guys. Some are on vacation, some are under the weather, and uh, I myself am under the weather, which is why we haven't met in a couple weeks. I just wanted to get everybody an update, and this is going to be a very personal, uh, this is going to be a very, some might say salacious, but it's factual. Everything I'm about to tell you is something that's happened within the last week. Before I go there, I just want to ask everybody, make sure you subscribe wherever their podcasts can be found. Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Breaker, uh, Flawcast, Flawcast CLE. Also on Rumble and YouTube, Flawed Inc. We're on the Project Mockingbird social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Parlor, Gab, and MeWe on Flood, Inc. Make sure you get a copy of my book, Smith's Heart of Man Repair Manual. Uh, Christmas is coming, so that's a great, great companion piece. Uh, Let me know, and I'll be more than happy to sign you a copy as well. Uh, That being said, please, as our tradition, I'm going to do it solo, and you're more than welcome to join with me, uh, the Pledge of Allegiance. So place your right hand over your left heart. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. A man and a woman. You know, I was kind of thinking this week, because we haven't had a couple episodes the last little bit, kind of reminding me of what uh, Rakim said. It's been a long time, I shouldn't have left you. Without a strong rhyme step to Not Timbaland, Rakim had said that. Before we go any further, I'm going to get into a scripture, though. It uh, definitely has been reverberating through my mind. Actually, two scriptures. Hosea 8, 7. My people perish for lack of knowledge. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 3. We're going to start with verse 17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Uh... I'm just going to get into something real brief. This isn't meant to be a whole episode, as it were, since it's just me, but there's something that's recently happened. You know, we've been talking a lot about this pandemic, this COVID, whatever you want to call it, which is real. And most people I know have either personally been affected or their family has been affected. Communities have been affected. Certainly the world has been affected. That's not to be taken lightly, however, but what is to be closely examined, what we need to begin to estimate and understand is that this was all planned from the beginning. Fauci, under the provision of finances from Bill Gates, under the Obama administration in a Chapel Hill, North Carolina D4 medical facility, created this in 2012. The United States banned gain-of-function research, and then it was given to colleagues of Fauci's in Wuhan, China. Uh, This isn't disputable. This isn't my conspiracy theorist nonsense. This is stuff that's come out in Senate trials. Uh, Senator Rand Paul has been talking to Dr. Fauci, who's gotten away with perjurizing himself, who... I have no idea how that happens unless you are in a position of seated of power and evil. But nonetheless, uh, what I'm going to tell you guys is just something that has happened to me. So last couple weeks, and I'm really hesitant to even say this, but uh, last couple weeks, I did test positive for COVID. Now, that being said, I have been perplexed, to say the least, and not because I don't believe in it or not it's impacted me. Actually, I feel relatively fortunate because I've been taking care of things and I've actually, I'm literally a weekend and I'm able to do pretty much everything I did before except I like napping a little better. (laughs) I've just been a little fatigued. Nonetheless, what I'm going to share with you is just my personal experience. 
Okay. The medical facilities, the medical industry has now been comped. It's been overtaken. It's been ruled by this evil eugenics-based governmental oversight and policies obviously laid out by Fauci, the CDC, NIH, and since the UN now controls America, the UN, WHO, things of that nature. Now, that being said, the meat and potatoes of what I want to get into is just that fact that I have spoken to one of the largest medical systems here in the greater Cleveland area. I've tried to get understanding about what exactly a positive test means. I've tried to get understanding about preventative measures to ensure that my health doesn't decline. I've tried to get understanding from several facilities, several different uh, nurses, several different doctor assistants, so on and so forth. The results have been, I've been blatantly laughed at. I've been ridiculed. I've been made to feel like a like an idiot because I simply have been questioning why this or why this. Long and short, what the procedure now is, there is nothing to do, quote unquote, preventatively if you catch COVID. You either sit there and you get better, or if not, you are administered to a hospital, you get intubated, and then you die. That's what we're now seeing. That's not fear porn. That's not theater. That's just the truth. A lot of people are being given a drug called rendezvous, which for a person in a position like me that has had kidney issues, this is a toxic, toxic solution. More people are being injured and killed by rendezvous than the CDC, the NIH are reporting. It is not very hard to find these facts. You can listen to a Dr. Zebzalinka or Dr. Wutan. There's Dr. Tempenny. There are so many people that are talking out that being silenced against, these aren't even vaccines, these are messenger RNA, there is nanotechnology in these injections, and they are causing a lot of harm. The only course of action these medical facilities have is if you get sick, you come to the hospital. If they need to, they will intubate you, which usually that means that you will die. A, a close friend of mine has a relative that recently was 44, relatively young, healthy, had COVID, was intubated and died a day within a day or so later. Other people have been given rendezvous. Their internal organs, including their kidneys, have literally turned to mush. They aren't telling you this. They're telling you that these are safe and that they were approved. This is a lie. And I'm sure that even my co-hosts are going to give me crap about this, and that's fine. I'm telling you my experience. I spoke to the first nurse, and I asked about preventative measures. They said that there are known. You just sit at home and wait, and if you need to go to that hospital, you go to the emergency room. And then I, what I just described is what more or less she said. Not the facts, but, you know, if you need to be intubated, and they'll give you rendezvous or when death is near, as I've heard some doctors call it. The other, I, I spoke to somebody in the kidney department at the hospital where I had my transplant. And when I asked them about preventative treatments, what about hydroxychloroquine? What about ivermectin? I asked for a busamine inhaler to help prevent in case I have trouble breathing. So far, I haven't. My pulse ox has been consistent between 95 and 99 every day. My temperatures have been consistent between 97.4 to 98.9 every day. And I've been monitoring this stuff, taking care of this stuff. She proceeded to yell at me and tell me that because I'm hesitant about the injections, the quote unquote, that I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not a virologist, I'm not a doctor. 
I proceeded to have this conversation with her and I said, this is not my wish. What are other options and so on and so forth? She began to raise her voice and, and speak to me in the manner that you would speak to a child. At one point I said, ma'am, with all due respect, I'm not an idiot and I want my health to be taken into consideration and I want the practices of health being displayed towards me to have some of my consideration. Wouldn't listen to any of the statistics or any of the articles I had to share with about Rendezvere. Wouldn't listen to any of the statistics or any of the articles I had about being innovated is when I brought up the worldwide success of hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, she started to get more intensely angered and say that those are two of the most dangerous medications I could ever be prescribed to anybody. And I said, that is absolutely not the facts. That is not the statistics. She goes, yes, it is. And, and started to say the CDC doesn't approve this. The FDA doesn't approve, blah, 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 blah. So the brief, brief thing I'm telling you today is you have to be your own health advocate. When I was going through all of my operations, that's uh, all of my sicknesses, whether it be with my eyesight, whether it be I, I had a gastric bypass, I almost died, uh, whether it be my kidney transplant, whether it be anything, you have to be your own advocate for health or you have to have somebody in your life that you love and trust that will be there for you. These health facilities have been bought and overtaken by these evil eugenics-based systems, this governmental system. And listen, we could be mad at like Biden, we could be mad at uh, Harris or, you know, whomever, but they're simply puppets. And what's going on here, what I want to point out is it's a larger eugenics-based death plot. They're suppressing the numbers of people that are really being affected by these. Uh, she brought up, uh, you know, there's only been... Well, she said like 30 people that have passed away from these injections. I said, ma'am, I said, the Bayer report reviewed that there are over 45,000 people dead. She goes, no, that's not a reliable source. And I said, ma'am, this is a source that most medical facilities use. I showed her documentation. I brought up to her things that world-renowned, like I said, Dr. Tempenny, Dr. Malone, who was the individual that actually created the mRNA technology, who has said that this should never be administered to humans. She just wouldn't hear it. So what we're saying is that these people are in a cult. I don't know what to say or what to do to wake you guys up. We are being killed. This is not hyperbole. Like I said, this is not fear porn. I want to try to wake people up and I want to make you aware of what's going on. Now, this might be just my experience. I don't believe so from the things I've been hearing and when I've talked to other people. Um, I have some friends that are ER nurses and in hospitals. They are seeing the same thing that they have told me. There is an absolute refusal to take your consideration, your health wishes into play. They are given these eugenics, death-based cult motive to destroy people's lives without consideration. And this is the fact. And you can call me an extremist. That's fine. You can make fun of me. That's fine. Um, this is my testimony. This is what has happened to me. Not only this, this is what is happening to countless of others, but they're being deplatformed and they're being blocked. And I don't care anymore because I want to awake people. And if we can't awake to the fact that we are being killed as a nation, as a country, as a people, that I, I don't know what to tell, to say to people anymore. I don't want this to be too long of an episode. I do want to share a couple other quotes with you. There's a quote called The Plan. It said, today America's would be outraged if UN troops entered Los Angeles, restore order. Tomorrow, they will be grateful. This is especially true if they were told there was an outside threat from beyond, whether real or real or promulgated, that threatened our very existence. It is then that all people of the world will pledge with world leaders to deliver them from this evil. The one thing every man fears is the unknown. 
when presented with this scenario, individual rights will be willingly diminished for the guarantee of their well-being granted to them by their world government. Harry Kissinger said that in an address to the Bilderberg Group in Avion, France, May 21st, 1992, Kissinger was a famous scoundrel and globalist. So listen, this might sound sensational. Good. This might sound unrealistic and purely something that I've fabricated out of fiction because I'm a conspiracy theorist. Fine. What I'm trying to encourage people is to critically think about every decision that you make. Don't just go along with the narrative because if you do, it's going to cost you dearly in the end. Science and medicine used to be practiced. It used to be debated. It used to be discussed. Now it's an authoritarian regime that says you will do this this way or nothing, which is you will die or if by some chance you live, will eventually get you down the road. Now, I don't know, this may not be what I wanted to exactly come out, but I wanted to share with you guys my experience being laughed at, being ridiculed, being insulted, just trying to talk to people about getting alternative measures of preventative treatment before the COVID got worse. The nurse's assistant I talked to said that I know thousands of doctors and not a one of them would prescribe you hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. And once again, saying that they are two of the most dangerous drugs to prescribe in the world is an absolute lie. This individual, these individuals that laughed at me and ridiculed me, I don't necessarily blame them. This is the cult programming. This is the Stockholm syndrome. This is the normalcy bias that has infected them and it's infecting the rest of this country. We need to wake up. We need to realize that we are on our own when it comes to this, when it comes to our health, when it comes to all of the factors concerning our loved ones. And you don't have to succumb to this. There are treatments. I've been treating myself with high doses of vitamin C, vitamin D3, zinc, hirsutin, ivermectin. I was able to get some and it's worked a weekend and I I literally, I feel about the same. Uh, you can probably hear it in my voice. I have a slight tickle in my throat and I'm slightly fatigued. But the ivermectin has worked and this is why they're trying to suppress this information. Hydroxychloroquine is one of the most widely used drugs throughout the world. They call it the Sunday Sunday pill in Africa because most Africans know they need to take it on Sunday to help just in their overall state of health and well-being. We are being lied to. We are being controlled. We are being manipulated by evil people that have not our best intentions in mind. They have forgotten the Hippocratic Oath, and I believe that a study and a revision of the Nuremberg Code, as well as the Hippocratic Oath, is due. I don't know what to say to wake people up anymore, but we have come to this point where the medical providers, the medical treatment, the medical centers have been compromised by this evil, and their ultimate goal isn't for your embetterment, it is for their profit. It is to align their pockets. And it also aligns with this, once again, this, take a laugh what you will, globalist, luciferian, eugenics-based debt cult. The numbers are there. Look around. Look at the friends that have gotten these injections. Aren't the injections supposed to keep you safe from COVID? Instead, more people are getting these injections, are getting COVID, than those who aren't. Wake up, people. We have to wake up. We are on our own. We have to be one another's advocates. We have to look for look out for one another. And we have to be there to help and take care and support one another. Because the system that we are facing is this antichrist system that the Bible talks about in Revelation 13. I've been warning this for a while, but I'm, I'm more and more convinced that it's here. We need to stand in direct opposition to this. Like I said, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. 
Christ died and came, that we could choose him, we could choose life, we could choose freedom. I want to encourage you to stand in opposition to this evil. It's time to get right with God. It's time that we need to assault this evil in prayer and fasting, which is something I have been doing, and I'm calling and encouraging others to. If you think I'm crazy, that's fine. God bless you. If you think I'm being extremist, that's fine. God bless you. I'm telling you my story. I'm telling you what I'm seeing from not just my personal life, but the lives of others close to me. I won't even begin to tell you some of the other things that uh, from individual. I know that have told me stories of loved ones that have taken the injections, that they've had black goo coming out of their orifices and die like about two to three days after they took the second injection. I don't know. You guys have to make your own decision. This is the truth. And the truth is never sexy. That's why she's a hard sale. Truth is also stranger than fiction, but we're at this point, people. We have to stand up. We have to realize that we can question these medical authorities. We can question the governmental authorities. We do not have to succumb to what they say. All through my life, when I've had illnesses, I've been able to have a dialogue with the doctors, ask about different treatments, ask about different medications. I've never been treated. In the 20-some years I've been seeing regular specialists and regular doctors for be it my issues with my blindness, my issues with my kidneys, overall health, whatever the case may be, I've never been treated so poorly and made to feel so insignificant and stupid as I have speaking to these brainwashed lemmings. We need to wake up and we need to realize that we have the power to say no. We have the power to request the treatment that we want. Being intubated and rendezvous are not by and large healthy and, and safe treatments, do a little research, do a little study on these things, and you'll find that to be the case. That's why every doctor that speaks out against them is deplatformed and banned. So I hope you guys are safe out there. We will return hopefully soon, uh, as soon as everyone's back from vacation and, and being on the mend. I'm feeling good. It was just like a head cold. The ivermectin, I believe, helped drastically. Within two days, I was feeling okay, minus a cough. I was feeling great. The truth is out there, like X-Files says. So that being said, subscribe, share. Everywhere you can listen to podcasts, Flawcast, Flawcast CLE, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Breaker. We're on Rumble, Flawed Inc. We're on the Project Mockingbird on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parlor, Gab, MeWe. Get a copy of my book, Smith's Art Man Repair Manual. Be safe out there, guys. I prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers, he made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say, thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say, I'm vaccinated. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say, we owe this to each other. We love each other. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you show that love but to care about each other enough to say, please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. I want our kids to be safe when they're in schools. I want you to be safe when you go to a doctor's office or to a hospital and are treated by somebody. You don't want to get the virus from them. You're already sick or you wouldn't be there. We have to solve this, my friends. I need every one of you. I need you to let them know that this is how we can 
get to fight, fight this pandemic, come back to normal, and then start talking about the real issues that we have to do.